Enter the lab. Welcome. Episode 78. Elvis Escobar, Fort Sama, bringing you another episode on this weekly podcast on Memorial Day evening. Hoping everybody had a safe and fun with friends and family. Memorial Day is for the troops, right? Veterans Day, Memorial Day. Shout out them. Shout out those who protect and serve. I got the, you know, why not rock the Obama on a motorcycle with fresh ones on, you know, for the holidays. But um, thank you for, you know, if you guys are catching us live, episodes always unofficially sponsored by Billionaires Row, and we have another pending sponsorship by Broward Vintage. As we uh, shouted uh, Ben's company out many times, if you're into some vintage clothing on eBay, we'll have some more info as we go, as we launch it, maybe officially next week when we have more time to promo in the in the intro and all that. But uh, today we're going to bring you, you know, the pregame. If you're watching live, if you're watching during the week, obviously you'll get our pre-reaction to what we think the uh, Game 7 of the Boston Celtics and Miami Heat will look like, and then the craziness that went on in the in the world today, but... Before we lead off and how we lead off every episode, how you doing, Fort Sama? How's your Memorial Day weekend? Three-day weekend for your boy. Did you go in the pool today? Did you, you know, get some barbecue in you? Man, I was honestly hoping that there wasn't going to be a Game 7 so I could just have Memorial Day and just chill. <sighs> yeah. But that's how, that's how the cards are dealt to your boy. So, I mean, my Memorial Day cool, man. I worked yesterday, I worked Saturday. I thought it was Sunday today. Like, I'm just, like, losing track of my days, but I'm still, like, kind of know what I'm doing and <laughs> figuring that shit out along the way. But, man, I don't really do much on the weekends no more, bro. It's just straight work. I'm looking to find some other stuff. But, like you said, Memorial Day is for the troops, and, I mean, we wouldn't have a day off of work if it wasn't for them. And I personally live with the vets, so shout out to all the vets that, you know, put their life on the line and definitely fought for what we're able to have in, in this country. Absolutely. Uh, it's a good, uh, you know, Memorial Day historically, in the, you know, it has always been that uh, start to the summer. Uh, obviously, living in South Florida, living in, you know, where you live in uh, Georgia, it's a little warmer before that. But for a lot of people like my family back up north in New York, you know, that's basically when they could get start getting outside. School's kind of winding down, if not over. Get out and enjoy life. So, um, you know, I'm excited for yeah, the like summer. It's like a little pregame busy. for the summer. It's like a little It little is. Kickoff. Yeah, usually, uh, usually at Bray's house, we have a we have a, a kickoff to the summer party. Won't happen this week, but maybe in the next couple of weeks, we'll have a nice uh, pool party going. Uh, after this, uh, we, we we push. You know, if you're you're sitting there wondering why why we're alive at seven thirty or today seven thirty two to be exact, for some of y'all on time. But uh, we wanted to record as early as possible, um, and then. I'm going to go to a party and watch Game 7. Was going to not go out and watch Game 7 here, but hey, if this is going to be a historic game for the first team to ever come back from 3-0 and or, or not end, but the other side of it, the number 8 seed, the second number 8 seed to uh, to advance to the NBA Finals, I, I feel like I had to be with Heat fans and, and, and other people, so... We're going to end this episode. We're going to be super efficient so I can get in the car, drive 30 minutes, and, you know, watch it with uh, some friends. Uh, are you going to be watching it alone? Are you watching it uh, with some people uh, around? I mean, yeah, I know people are in the background. The yeah, I got yeah. I got some coworkers and some neighbors here watching the game. So 
you know, we'll, we'll see who, who they decide to root for because not too many uh, Heat fans. It's just Mike and myself tonight. But, yeah, we'll see how it goes. I think whatever happens, I'm going to cry, dog. <laughs> yeah, we'll get into the game six action in a little bit. Um, you know, just to kind of uh, feed into the game seven, we'll kind of do that midway through or later on as it gets, you know, as we – we're transitioning live, so more people will join us, hopefully. Um, one thing I did yeah, want you to I, speak I about briefly. Sticks. I got some burgers. I got some pico. I got some alcohol downstairs, so we ready. Get it started. You're either going to be drinking and get drunk for, you know, <laughs> tears of joy, tears of sadness, but either way, you, you, you're going to feel something today. That, that That's a guarantee, right? Uh, one thing I wanted you to do just to start off the, pod, the episode was – uh, mentioning you went live with somebody yesterday. We got some followers from them. So if I they do. are listening yeah. to this episode for the first time, we want to kind of intro. Obviously, we're a podcast about everything and anything, but more specifically, obviously, on the field, on the court, and also off the field, off the court of sports, you know, uh, news, entertainment, politics a little bit, you know, some re- random videos we'll show you all. We try to hit it all. Obviously, if you do uh, watch us live on YouTube, you get to, you know, you could bring up topics that we'll talk about or DM us or whatever. We're kind of opening uh, to every conversation or every topic that there is out there um, yeah. no, as we find a way. But talk about that person that you went on IG Live with for a couple of minutes. Yeah, it was it was for a while, actually. I mean, honestly, like I just Boom. got on live Talk about night. it for a couple of yeah. minutes. It was like an yeah. hour oh, or something. I got you. I got you. I got you. <laughs> yeah, no. Shout out Asher Locks with the Z. I just got on Instagram Live last night on the pod page just – kicking the shit, seeing if people would get on, trying to talk some shit. He hopped on. We, we weren't even following him, which was fucking crazy. I don't know how, because we do a pretty good job of following everyone back. At least Ray does. I'm not on the Instagram page myself. I'll just post my comment, my, you know, little story here and there. But no, shout out Astrologs, bro. We got on, talked some sports, talked some betting. He gave out a lot of good info, which was, you know, he didn't have to do that. Like It was already kind of late. It was like 11 o'clock at night, Eastern Standard Time. And like I said, we just kicked it. I was in the car just chilling. I had it. I said, fuck that shit. I got upstairs, put the phone on, on the ring light, and we started talking, bro. It was, it was cool. It was genuine. He said he's down to get on the podcast uh, soon. So I think he's he's got everything in his in his Instagram bio. I think it's, he said it was actuallocks.com, like I said, with the Z. Um, he's got daily, weekly, monthly, yearly sports betting packages. He kind of plugs and said exactly how. He was doing shit, so follow his content, you know, see what he's about, and then subscribe. You're on mute, fam. You're on mute. You're on mute. I said, uh, my bad. Um, I was trying to let you go off on your thing. Um, I, I, I'm your co-host, and I didn't even know you were on. IG live until you text me. <laughs> Dude, I, I didn't even know I was going to go on. Like, it was just a spur of the moment type shit. Nah, that's Honestly, cool. I'm, I love I might, it. I might Keep do doing that. More. Why yeah. not? It doesn't, yeah, as long as you're prepared. That was dope. That kid, uh, you know, you, you went on IG live just to fuck around and you wind up, you know, more people heard about us. You got to explain to somebody else that, to, to somebody else that didn't know about us and vice versa. So that's kind of yeah, yeah. how things on this podcast has always worked. We've always... Uh, yeah. built relationships kind of randomly and, and, and genuinely. So that, that's something that's, and uh, yeah, that's, that's exactly how we want to build this podcast to keep going. Like we're not here looking to 
do any of that extra stuff. Like, if yeah, you we want, show if love. You fuck with us, and you, you want to get on, like, bet. Let's go. Let's do it. Like, it doesn't matter. We'll we'll make it work. Yeah. So his IG is Astro A S T R O Locks L O C K Z. Um, yeah, go follow his content. He'll definitely be on again. He's got fifteen thousand followers. Obviously, you got to follow him like that. You know what you're doing. Are you putting out good content? And you uh, seem like a smart dude from what I listen to and kind of a nerd. You got to be a nerd about betting first and foremost if you want to be in that game because you got to know those numbers. You can't just go off what uh, Stephen A. Smith says on, uh, on, on, on the SPN and, uh, you know, all these people, all these uh, intellectual heads, quote unquote, and experts. You got to actually know the games and everything like that. So. Uh, yeah, I look forward to getting to know him personally and, and obviously his business. Uh, before we get into, obviously, game six and seven of what was, but, you know, what do you want to lead off with just to start off this podcast, this episode, uh, and, and let's get rolling. Let's have some fun for a little bit. I mean, I, I don't have anything else. I mean, I have some topics, but, like, I hate starting off with sports, man, but, like, this is, like, all right, uh... Nah, man. Uh, I was going to say Dallas and Las Vegas. Breaking news. Breaking news. Uh, Nick Nurse, new 76ers head coach. That's interesting because they, they, yeah, no, they, they're just moving around pieces. Anyway. Yeah. That's, uh, you know, he's a former Toronto. All the, I think we said it last time, uh, the last four or five NBA head coaches uh, that or coach of the year have all been fired and let go over the last year or so. They're just playing, you know, uh, musical chairs with these with these head coaches. It's funny. I seen a tweet right before we started. With these squares. Yeah, I seen a tweet just before we started. It was like the best available head coach for the Phoenix Suns available is Monty Williams, <laughs> and it's true. It's like, what are we doing? You know, you could probably do Doc Rivers for the sake of it, but I don't think the Suns fired Monty Williams really having an idea of who they were gonna replace him with, and you know, I guess that's the chance you take, but. Head coaches' situations in basketball, uh, baseball. It's a little different. You get a little longer leash. Uh, basketball, you don't have man. You got two years. If if you don't, too, depending on what situation, you have no chance to build a culture. You know, we're watching a team in the Miami Heat, Eric Spolstra, that he's been with the team through the ups and downs, mainly ups, but he uh, he's stuck with it, and, and that's I think how you build an organization. You're not having three head coaches in five years or five co- head coaches in eight years. You, you gotta, you gotta have some type of consistency there. Yeah, no, absolutely. I'm not, I, I don't get it, bro. We've we talked about this on, like, you know, through text messages and whatnot. It just, it doesn't make sense to me whatsoever. Yeah, that's what it is. I mean, and then in football, it's kind of the same thing where you see the same merry-go-round with that, uh, I don't believe that that's how you build a. That's how you build not only a team but a franchise. But specifically in the NBA, you get these players that come in and they have their own way and style of playing. And it's a players-driven league. The NBA more than the NFL. NFL is mainly you know one position that's a quarterback. You build off that. Everybody else got to follow suit for the most part. Right. Uh, and then baseball is a, a totally different co- conversation, but. Man, uh, it's interesting to see who the Suns get in, in favor. Philly got their head coach. Toronto's still looking for them. Steve Nash is one of the favorites. Former uh, head coach of the Nets, Kenny Atkinson. 
is looking like he might land a job. If not, he'll he'll be next up for whoever gets fired during the year and next year. So it's a shit show overall. Uh, earlier in the week, uh, John Morant was posting some weird uh, weird IG stories as if he was giving his own eulogy after right. the last couple of weeks. That was kind of random. I didn't see it firsthand. I only seen like reposts of them. Did he keep them on? Did he delete them? Because that's usually shit like for attention. You want people to feel a little sorry for you? Could be a PR move. You don't know. Because he's got, he's probably got a whole PR team telling him everything to say and what to do. He won't be saying a genuine word without it coming from somebody else for the next year or so. Because he can't, he can't afford to fuck up any press conference, any interview, because it's going to cost him a lot of money. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, if you didn't see it, here it is. Like, bro, I, I I don't know, man. Is this a cry for help? Is this him trying to apologize in, in his own way? Like, I, I don't know, man. I'm not really sure. He's... Love you, Ma. Love you, Pops. I mean, it could just be a genuine bye. It's kind of... Yeah, I mean, you got to be careful these days. You never know. Never know what uh, somebody's in a mental space to, to who he has around. Obviously, it hasn't been good for him over the last six months, and... You end that last IG with bye. <laughs> that's not that's not good. You don't know how to read those contexts. But yeah, we love John Moran as a as a basketball player, and hope hope he figures it out. We we make a lot of jokes on this podcast because that's what we do. We got to be entertaining for ourselves and for everybody who's listening. But real talk is, you know, let's let's hope that he figures it out. Any hoops, I tell everybody that gets into <clears throat> trouble off the, you know, when I talk about. Uh, athletes getting in trouble off the court, off the field, is you win, people forget. If you win on the court, on the field, uh, you have a good, you know, a good vibe. You're 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 exciting to watch. People forget. People forgot about Tiger Woods. People forgot about Kobe Bryant, Ray Lewis. Right. I could go down the list of team yeah. players that fucked up, but it, they all won. Most of them, most of the great ones that fucked up, they all won after, and you kind of forget. So that's what he's got to do. He's got to forget. And then we chalk it up as just another dumb mistake by a by a super by a young superstar. And, by a young you know, superstar. Obviously, yeah. the Kobe Bryant situation. Not to bring it up because you know you don't want to talk ill about the dead, but uh, you know he did something a lot more of a crime and and affected more than just him. So and he came back from that PR wise. He came back from that as a you know people rooting for him. You know people don't even. I don't think people even remember that. You know that are of age. Like you bring right. it up, and people might be like, "Oh yeah, he did do that." You know what I mean? So I don't even I want think, to bring it up because that would put yeah. negative light. But it it happened. If you if you're too young or you don't realize, just just Google it and you'll find it if you if you look yeah. hard enough. And the the opposite of that, which is something that you're saying, like if you win, even though this this player did do some winning, he didn't like go off and like win like a a conference championship or or you know a title. Michael Vick, like people still dog michael vick about what he did with dogs it's it's kind of crazy maybe because he did it with animals and i don't know bro but like you said you know you do some winning people tend to forget about what you did 100 percent, and that's uh that's what he's got to do so uh, another a little uh, nba he has all just... the tools to do that oh of course he just got a you know now it's up to also the memphis grizzlies put a put a bunch of high character people around him put some veterans in that locker room i think that's what they they lack this season. It's veterans. You know, you should always 
have at least one or two guys that are above the age of 32 or that have been through, you know, ups and downs in their career. You you have to have that. You can't have a bunch of, you know, 20-year-olds only in a locker room for for six months of the of a year. So that, that just creates, uh, you know, some unexperience and immaturity to, to clash with each other. You need some veteran leadership to call some of these uh, high-profile players out when they fuck up. But one um, one rule change that I've seen that is being talked about in the NBA is uh, technicals now are being reviewed. They're going to test it out during summer league. Uh, sorry, flopping will be now be technicals uh, under review. Uh, I'm sure they'll get fined or whatever. But the big thing about the league, um, you know, outside of refereeing, which will never go away, that will kind of you know NFL, MLB has it with you know calls, uh, balls and strikes. That's kind of always going to be a topic. But flopping is something that the, you know, as an organization, as an NBA, as a whole, that you can control it. And how do you control it? You penalize it. Penalize it on the court, penalize it off the court. Charge people money, make people win and lose by those flops, as opposed to win, win or lose with the flops because being the not flop. called. Yeah. Exactly. So and we're seeing a lot of flops do affect the game late. You know, we see it happen throughout the whole game. What's your opinion about, you know, them testing out the, you know, the rules for technicals for flopping and, and and stuff like that i mean as long as they call it right i'm for it but they said they were going to find players for flopping and they haven't really been doing that they, they did like, say that a few years back right yeah unless it's like super super obvious but like yeah if they're doing they it they're not do doing a good key. job of announcing it yeah i so. think they might have a low-key aspect because they don't want to really promote that as much i think they fine guys because i've seen guys being fine and it not being promoted that they're finding them so maybe they might do it as a super low-key thing um your favorite nerd shout out the man the milf the legend the man um, the milf how does that mm-hmm. work i don't know is it maybe it's a bot let the bot live let the bot fucking do its thing we got ai on our youtube no hey look i really want to talk about this before we start talking about the heat because tip-offs mm-hmm. in like 40 minutes but uh, did you see Eric Lewis, the NBA ref with the burner account? You take that one away. You know more than that. <laughs> I try to stay out of the collusion yeah. game. This is the funniest shit ever, bro. Like, having an NBA ref with the burner account, they're launching an investigation into it. But, like, just the fact that Twitter is going off of this and, like, making it a thing and no one was thinking about this until Twitter fucking decided, hey, maybe this could be this person. <laughs> it's so funny to me, bro. Did you like, see I, that they have like uh, somebody screenshotted like the the alleged burner account? Uh, and, yeah, like, I mean, what they would say they basically they a, reply to things and try to make it in a better light for referees. Like, hey, how do you know that that you know try to fight it a little bit? Yeah, they have a whole like two minute video on it. They got another like minute video on it. They they got a thread. The account was created in 2015 and it's got zero followers, but it follows five people. One is fucking George Mason, women's basketball Twitter account, and his wife is the head coach hmm. of that team. It follows ref analytics, NBA referees, NBA official, and NBA. Plus <laughs> Dude you and then, of course, the account overall? got deleted. Like, I don't know, you, man. I mean, it, it's also, just funny. Wonder, why, why is someone just targeting, like, with this? Like, well, I don't know, man. It's hilarious. Why do you, 
you would have to think they have something in their contracts that is about this. Because when you when you think about it, it's like, oh, what's a big deal if somebody having a burner account as long as he's not saying anything ridiculous, he's not saying anything like racist or anything socially and stuff. He's just fighting back, basically. But I guess they have it in their contracts. They probably can't. None of them probably could have social media. Maybe I don't. I don't think so. Yeah. I, so maybe I, it's I in mean, their contract. They can't have social media at all. And then if you have a social media account that you're disguising and they find out who that's what's crazy though like how do they find out who it is maybe he told one person or a couple of people like i always wondered about when you have a burner the only way to anyone to find out it's you is for you to tell somebody and that gets out right that would be the only way because you don't have your name you don't have anything linked unless you have an email that they could trace back to you but how are they even tracking that to begin with are they the FBI? Like, how 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 are we really track, how are we tracking <laughs> yeah, this they, down? Is what I mean. Friggin', uh, that's so funny. I don't know, man. IP addresses. If anything, they're gonna be like, yo, well, like, are they really spending phone, time like, and money on that stuff? The are NBA. They? I doubt it. I doubt it. I don't think that's what they should be worried about. <laughs> I have no idea. Oh, I always wonder. That's why when I first seen that, you know, because nowadays these Twitter accounts on they they be getting me all the time because I follow. So many sport things where it'll be like, instead of the New York Yankees account, it'll be the New York Yankees, and they tweet out like things that look like the official thing, and and I get got all the time. So I thought that was a fake news story by whatever NBA woes bomb or however the, you know they want to disguise themselves. And then no, I seen it a few t- few more times, and I was like, damn, that's crazy that that's legit that they find an NBA ref with a burner account. And I wonder how they address that after. Do they just dead the situation and they never report back on it until somebody asks about it? You know what I mean? Because if you're the NBA, you're not going to release an official statement unless you have to. Because <laughs> you don't want that sure. to be a thing. No, but I, I think they're going to they're gonna have to do it, bro. They're going to have to release something if they're already talking about it all over social media and shit. I guess so. We have and, um, and on uh, fucking ESPN too. Yeah, no, they'll probably. I mean, like I said, it, it takes reporting to to keep following up, so it forces their hand because uh, a company's not going to put out a statement unless they feel socially, publicly, and media wise they have to. So if nobody asks a follow up, which I'm sure they will, make sure they do because they're going to try to squash that as best as they can because you don't want that to come out, even though it's. Very small, and it's not like gambling or anything like that. It just, you know, it's a PR hit. That's all it is for the referees and for the NBA. Um, obviously, with the Panthers, Panthers, uh, last time we left off last week, it was before game three and or four, I believe. Right? Yeah. Maybe, yeah. They, they were still up 2-0, and they still had to play game three and four. They swept the Hurricanes, and now they await the winner of Vegas and Dallas, and I'm, I'm glad Dallas made that a series because they were up 3-0, Vegas was, and it looked like they were going to, you know, sweep against sweep. And, um, you know, there's positives and negatives to that. And I want to see your take on this is would you rather your team get a week off or a few days off and get back into action? Because I, I say it like that, the Panthers have been playing competitive hockey for since the last week of the regular season or probably beyond that. So I'd say a month plus. I'm going to say two months of competitive hockey to earn the spot where they're in. Every sing- every other day they've been playing. Now they get, what, 10 days off? Yeah. Nine days off. And now the team that's going to come in and play, they're going to have a little bit of momentum. 
you know, do you do you value rest? Do you value you know playing consistent? I think as a team that's in the Panthers' role, since they've been playing s- such hot hockey, I feel like they would rather play right away, like two days, or like mm-hmm. the next night, mm-hmm. not the next night, but have a day off, and then like they were like they've been doing, you know, a day off. Yeah, because I feel like four they... full days off is 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 the maximum I would want because usually yeah. it's one or two days off, and that's normal. But if you get right. more than double the amount of normal rest, and these guys, you know. They're superstitious. They have their bodies right, are, are accustomed to playing every two days or three yeah. days. So you get a you get nine days off. That's that your body's kind of almost too rested. Hopefully, you know they ha- they got some veterans on that team. Me learning that team over the last year, they got a right. solid mix of vets, uh, guys that are in their lower thirties, and some young guys. So hopefully they could you know stay sharp. You know hopefully the the training staff and coaching. But that's always the debate. Do you take more rest? And I think historically. But- it doesn't favor the team with more rest. On the other hand, I feel like in the NBA, you got the Nuggets, you know, who, who swept Same the Lakers. Example. And, yeah. I feel like as as a one seed or like a team that's on top, like, you know, the Nuggets, you it, it you would take that time off, especially yeah. if you know games one and two for that series are going to be at your home court. So you can split and you're straight. Yeah. You know? But like an AC, like the like the Heat, for example, I wish they would have swept, you know. But they're on a run, just like the Panthers. You got to kind of yeah. keep playing, kind of kind of keep playing. So it just it really depends, bro. And that's that's my opinion. Rest is never bad, though. Rest is never bad. No, I saw uh, that like rest versus rust on ESPN earlier. Yeah, and that, it's a great debate because you could you could spin it both ways. Uh, you truly can, you know. The average team that goes and wins it all doesn't have weeks a week off, you know, in between. They never have a week off. Uh, the only time is during the All-Star break, and sometimes you see a team that goes hot into the All-Star breaks, you know, kind of come out a little little soft. But we'll see. You know, you'll, you'll have the answer game one in the first period, I think, right? Like if, if the Panthers come out kind of a little sluggish, a little, you know, in order to prove that wrong for me, is uh, they would have to come out, boom, score first, hit, 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 motherfuckers in the mouth first in the first five minutes, ten minutes. Seriously, like prove, prove, yeah. almost prove to yourself, you're not coming out slow. You you know, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, but if it's you know, if, if they go down one, two, nothing in the first period, then then it goes mental. It goes from physical. Now it's mental. Like, oh shit, are we too complacent right now? And that was all things it's that go into it. Always mental, bro. Always yeah, it's mental. always right. Once, once, mental. once you start, you know, once you're in, your you, your physical should be in. But uh, if they did have injuries, that helps for sure. I know if they did have hockey players, it always comes out. I always hear this during the whole postseason. You won't hear one injury, right? You'll injuries will pop up and disappear, and then all of a sudden you're like, yeah. By the way, that guy played with a broken ankle the entire Stanley Cup. Like there was a guy, I think either last Stanley Cup or the or the season before. I forget. I think it was last year. Where uh, maybe on Calgary or somebody maybe in the finals, you're like, oh, he such and such pay, played with like like a fractured foot or a fractured ankle, something like that you normally wouldn't, and he played the entire like you wouldn't bat an eye, and it always comes out. These hockey players are fucking not not real. When you say if you compare, and I get it, golf is an athlete, MLB is an athlete. But these hockey players, man, they are something more than an athlete. Motherfuckers are getting killed all the time in different well, ways that puck 
that those hits. It's it's a different type of beating, and I know NFL it definitely is too. But they've changed a lot of the rules in the NFL to make it a little bit less uh, uh, aggressive and, and hard hitting. In hockey, man, these motherfuckers could still punch each other, and the refs are just waiting for you to one one to fall to the ground. That's how aggressive hockey is. So respect to them. Yeah, I've gotten a little bit more in it lately. Yeah, man, it's, lit. it's one of the best. Uh, you know, anytime. You know, you could say sometimes a one nothing game going in the third period or soccer, oh, how do you watch 90 minutes of no scoring? Sometimes those are the best games, man. When one, one, one goal, one slip-up, one mistake changes the entire next quarter or period or, 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 or 30 minutes. So it's fun. I'm having fun watching Stanley Cup. They, uh, they put up some, some posters around Fort Lauderdale this week of uh, you know them in the Stanley Cup. That series, no matter what, who advanced from tonight? If it goes Game Seven after tonight, um, that's here. The Stanley Cup Final starts this Saturday. So by the time we record next uh, Sunday or Monday, we'll be at least a game or two in. So that'll be fun. That's it for sport wise. Uh, talk about some of the news and entertainment topics because I have one topic I want to talk about. That's pretty fun. I want to get your opinion on. What is it? Okay, so Ben, who uh, <laughs> is. You know, I've been working with doing his uh, company, uh, Broward Vintage, and he, uh, you know, rest in peace, T- Tina Turner. Tina Turner, she that. died the other day, and I say that because it leads to what I'm about to say is, he was like, yeah, I know a friend that his dad texted me, or his, his dad texted his friend, and his friend showed him about a, a Deadpool. A Deadpool? You know, I, I kind of only heard about it, or know what it is, uh, because of Deadpool, the movie. Uh, for those that don't know, you basically bet on people who are going to die. Uh, you take a pool and he explained it to me and I was like, that's funny. Cause I've heard of it and I always, I never heard of an actual human beings doing it in real life. Um, so he basically told me you pick three people, three celebrities a year, you put money into a pool every single year and you, you get those three people until they pass and you win a thousand bucks. So the person, you know, I don't know the names of people. I don't even want to put them on blast like that because, you know, hey, some people might not like that. And I want to put them on <laughs> no, blast. No, yeah, yeah, for sure. So basically, you, you take three names, um, and this person in that pool had Jim Brown and Tina Turner. So he won two grand in, in, in a week because they died, what, eight, eight, nine days apart? Maybe yeah, less they than won, that. Yeah. So he's over here, and he showed me the text that, his dad, the, the, his friend's dad sent, I guess, his friend. And it was like, Jim Brown just died. Woo, let's go. Oh, like, my God. You know what I mean? It's kind of crazy because it's like, and then the next text, because I don't think there was a text in between that, maybe something. And then the next maybe text or two was, Tina Turner died. Ah, <laughs> like a thousand more. I thought that was crazy. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. I don't know if any of our listeners. I, or no, I'm just have. like you. I've, a, I've only heard it from the movie. That's why. Right. That's pretty wild that that goes on. And and if there's one going on that I know about, there, you know that's a real thing because there's probably the, yeah. many others. It was just wild that you put it. You put a certain amount of money into a pool every year, no matter what. I guess like I guess win or lose. Let's call it. You know, t- for a pot to be a thousand uh, a loss, you got you know, you're thinking hundreds of dollars a year, and man. That's uh pretty interesting. What are what are what are three names right now, unrehearsed that you would be be Dude. like, all right, three celebrities, three known pe- human beings walking this earth, that 
you know, if we were today to go in the pool, hey, Fort, 100 bucks, Elvis, 100 bucks, whatever, three people, and you'll win 1,000 uh, within that year. Who, do you, who, who would you take your three? And I'll come up with my three, too. Let's see. Hmm. Damn, I don't know, bro. I know. I'm Probably trying to think like... of some old. Oh, Bob Barker. That's off that top of my head. I thought he was dead recently until I looked it up. Bob I'm Barker. cheating right now. I'm looking at fucking older yeah, celebrities. Yeah, you can cheat. That's fine. Uh, ooh, no, I was gonna say Jerry Jones. Oh, Dude, um, Jimmy Carter. Jimmy Carter's up there, bro. Jimmy Carter. Ninety-eight. Yeah, former president. Jimmy yeah, Carter, Bob Barker. I put um, what's Buddy's name? Uh, oh yeah, I've seen Bob Barker. Put Putin on there. He just got cancer. You know, he's, he's yeah. You don't know what's going on, but man, he could die today, and it won't come out till next month, maybe. Joe Biden. Joe Byron, yep. <laughs> he's up there. He's Somebody, up there. Shane Gillis, shout out uh, if if you know Shane Gillis, a comedian, young comedian. He goes, uh, I heard a bit yesterday. He goes, uh, Joe Biden's the only one you could assassinate by punching him. <laughs> I was dying. It's like Damn. you don't even gotta shoot him. You could just punch him in the chest, and he'll just fucking die. <laughs> I was dying. Joe Biden, that's a good one. Who else? Uh, let's see. I'm just like I'm not even looking things up. I'm trying to think of old people that I've Googled recently that I'm like, oh, they ain't dead yet. Huh. Let's see. Is is okay. what's his name? Um, that just came to my head. Who's the guy? Uh, Clint Eastwood. He dead yet? Yeah, Clint. No, he's up there. He's 92, I think. He could be up there. See, I'm just I'm I'm, I'm going. I'm thinking in my head like, who do like I know Clint that's old? Clint Eastwood ain't gonna die, bro. Yeah, right. Damn, Jay. James Earl Jones, bro. Who's that? Who's that? I, I, James sometimes Earl Jones, the some actor. of these guys I need to see people's faces. I'm not good at like. Let me see. Hold on. All these actors got like, they their names just blend into each other, and I'm like, wait, is that the guy from this movie? Nah, that's the guy. It's like, oh shit. Here you go. Oh, he's still alive. See, I would thought he was dead. Wait, are you sure? I think he might have died. That article might be old. Yeah, he died. Wait, this, he died. Damn, this article old. I'm tripping. Yeah, what what year is that from? Oh, January right 19, 2023. I think he just died a few months back. Oh, For real? Hey, there you go. That's somebody that I'm looking up right now as we speak. I'm pretty sure. Because that's the guy that did Darth Vader, right? No. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he yeah, did yeah. die. He's Lion King. He's like Musafa. Like, he, he's, a, he's a goat voice right there. Who else? Oh, who's Buddy? Um, uh, Silence of the Lambs. Did that Buddy die yet? I can't. Uh, I'm no, sorry he's for He's still Fraser. alive, bro. That's what I'm saying. He's still That's alive. Somebody, no, he's James, on my list. I'm saying no. James oh. Earl Jones still alive, bro. Oh, hey Ben, we're talking about uh, Deadpool, the Deadpool right yeah. now. <laughs> Heat is seven. Let's go. Fuck yeah. So wait, hold on. Let me Google some stuff too while we're on the topic. Uh, who did I just say? Yeah, he's still alive, bro. Don't, wait, don't, don't kill my dog. Wait, uh, Joe, uh, who you just showed? Yeah, James Earl Jones, yeah. Hannibal. Who, who's Hannibal? Who's that buddy? Uh, Anthony Hopkins. Anthony Hopkins. He's alive? I don't uh, I don't think so. Well, I'm going to find he out. He might be. He is alive. Yeah, he's 85, 85 years old. Yeah, I put 85. him up there. I put him up there. Yeah. Sorry if we've been a little morbid on, on this. Who's that? Michael Caine? <laughs> yeah. Who's this? Michael Caine? Death, is he bro. dead? Oh, Michael Caine, 90 years old. He's an actor. I'll put him on that list. I'm just... This man's oh, Jack Nicholson. Oh, shit. Oh, oh by yeah, the way. he's up there, bro. I yeah, mean, he, he, might be, he might be like one of the ones, bro. 
hey, we don't want this person to die, and I don't say this joking around. Hopefully, he gets. Well I mean, soon. I already said the president, so. I was gonna say Jamie Fox. Hopefully, dude. I think he's doing we good. Lose. We can't lose. I think it. he's doing good. You know, we're talking about death, no, and you know, I'm trying Jamie to be funny. Fox at all costs. I don't want to be. Yeah, I don't want to be funny at all with Jamie Fox. Hopefully, he wouldn't be on my list, man. But he he's too talented to die. We, we there's some you know we. I always say the, the 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 world wasn't done with Kobe Bryant, and he got taken too soon. Uh, that's somebody that the the world needed. The, the world needed Kobe Bryant. Yeah, but like many nah, more decades. So, so the thing is, you can't do just a thousand straight up per person. You got to have certain odds. Like if you pick someone I don't know crazy, how it works. maybe Ben could maybe Ben could comment. <laughs> no, no, I, I I don't know how don't it know works. There either, are odds. I think it might just be you take three. You just take you just take three and you live with it. I don't think there's odds on each. In Deadpool, there are odds, right? I don't know. I haven't seen like because I think in Deadpool, like if I remember the first movie, he's like he's moving up the ranks as far as like yeah, he is the possibility of him dying. Oh my god, bro! All right, well we got twenty. I got twenty minutes because then I got to peace out. So yeah, twenty minutes. So bring up some of your uh, topics. I don't know. You want to bring up that you said that BLM? Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, BLM. That BLM was a big going that bankrupt. Was a big Black Lives Matter going bankrupt? No, that was, bro. I don't know, man. Like three at a time in that one, no odds, but might be better to choose someone nobody else has to avoid splitting. Oh, okay, yeah. Gotcha. I mean, okay, go ahead. PLM. Thank you, Ben, for that clarification. Yeah, there it is. No, fucking yeah, fucking BLM, bro. They raised, I think it was like eighty million, ninety million of taxpayers' money. Yep. And. The CEOs or whatever, the organizers, whoever, don't quote me, but they went in and bought houses and cars and shit. And now yeah, there's all a of lot of scandals we, behind that. Yeah, like there is every every uh, you know when you collect Election. a lot of. When, no, I'm just saying when you collect a lot of millions in a short period of time. Oh yeah. They collected millions in a short months and years. Like it wasn't years; it was months. Uh, that added up, obviously, the years. But man, that's a lot of money coming out of fun. Fun, you know, they were promoting it. The everybody knew what BLM stood yeah. for and and what it represented, and they probably had more money coming in than they could handle. So they were just like, "Hey, we gotta, you get a car, you get what, a car, you hey, get a what car, are we gonna do car. with this? Yeah, what are we gonna do with these extra few mil? You know, and yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, Guess what? Just, Media ain't bringing that up as much as they should. Of course not, and they won't. You know, you, well, you know, you know when something is legit when you gotta actually like dig for it and find it. Like if right? it's like. Up there in front of your face and giving to you pause, like where you could see it at any given moment. Then you're like, all right, you could probably question it because it's just like, let me clickbait type shit, you know. But I mean, anytime I give my money to something, I got to do a little bit of research, like organizations and fundraisers and donations and any of that kind of shit. I'm good. No, yeah, I try to, you know, that's why I try to do small donations. Uh Breeze put me on as far as just giving back little by little when I can is, you know, yeah. when I go to Publix and they said, do you want to donate? I'll throw one or two bucks, you know, no, if I'm they have that. a donation or something I like that. I never round my dollar up to charity. I, I, I am charity, my... bitch. <sighs> okay. Well, that's you. Um, well, I mean. Uh, no, you me bro. Mean? You want me to be mean? You can be mean. I don't care. That's why, that's why you don't have as much as you should have. Why? Because I don't round up to charity? Nah, maybe you should just change your flow of life is what I'm trying to say. If it I ain't mean, working I change for years, my... think about no, it. But, if it ain't, but are you, are the you fact that I don't round up to charity? No, I'm no, not saying yeah. that. 
I'm, oh, I'm okay. just saying how you live. Think about it. So it's not about like, oh, you don't round up the charity, bad things are going to happen. I don't believe in that. I just believe in if you accumulate and add up all your good throughout your day, your week, your month, your year. Yeah. That shit, it's not like karma, like someone's watching and you can go, oh, you deserve good. No, you just put yourself in a better position to have good happen yeah. to you because you're putting out that good. So I right. give you advice of, I've learned at once. Oh, I didn't think that mattered. Oh, whatever. It's just a, it's just a dollar, just two dollars. But you know, if you do that every day throughout the year, all of a sudden you realize, holy shit, this, that, and you don't equate the good happening to the good you did because it's not correlated necessarily. But you just put it out there, put out that vibe, put out that. You know, I sound like DJ Khaled right now, but unintentional. I think I do enough other things throughout my week that just like balance that off. Yeah, do you? Uh, yeah, okay. way better. This is just, you know, when, when organizations and, and companies do this to round up to charity, that's so they have whatever you're donating as their donations so they can just write it off as taxes. Okay. And, and that's fine. Like I said, that's why I don't donate uh, $500, 1000 100 I'm doing little throughout the year just to, you know, hey, if it goes to, if, if 5% goes to what I give, which isn't a lot. Hey, that's that's hopefully that's more. I mean, I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with donating. You can donate to like organizations that you know of and believe in, and people that you know are doing a good cause. I'm not against donations. Okay. But okay. Oh, I get it. All right. Uh, uh, Netflix. Yeah, Netflix. Netflix. Password sharing turmoil. Speaking of organizations getting money and shit, you saw this. Allegedly, they're going to be charging an extra like eight dollars if you cha- share your password. How are they going to figure this out? How are they going to figure out who's sharing passwords? It's kind of like the Eric Lewis burner account. I think, I, think I, I read that they they'll know based on your Wi-Fi or something, but I don't know how they do that either. Well, yeah, if they're going to look at Wi-Fi, then they actually have to like see that's the kinda, difference in Wi-Fi's and that's shit. Pr- that's pretty private though. Like, if they, I'm, it is. I'm not saying they don't have access to our Wi-Fi already, but like if they admittedly know, like if they admit to having access, not like access meaning password or whatever, but like the fact that they could identify, which like I said, I'm sure they can. Well. But that would be kind of crazy. That's a lot of money, I'm sure. I mean, gotta... like, there could be houses that got two different Wi-Fis. I got a different yeah. Wi-Fi than what Mike got at the crib. Yeah, that's why I think I saw that months ago, and then I haven't seen it since. So maybe it was, like, a thought to do that. And then they learned yeah. it might cost a lot too much money. I don't think that's going to go anywhere. I think that's just to to help <clears throat> them have more people create Netflix accounts. You yeah. can have two different Netflix accounts in the same house using the same Wi-Fi, too. I, I don't know. That's yeah, just well, I don't care because I, uh, me and Bree use our own. We pay for our own. We we don't give it out. I mean, I've been super, like, I was going to say a phrase, but I won't. I, I've been super stingy on giving out passwords and accounts because you give it to one person, then you forget. You give it another one, you forget. And then it's like, oh, shit, I can't log into my own shit. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, so I, I, I'm super, you know, once in a while, if I know, if I have control and I know, Hey, my parents don't have this one. My brother, this and that. I'll give it out. Depends on the person, but I make sure to let them know. Like, hey, don't give it out. Because if I find that there's an error or something going on, I'm just gonna take it out. And you're never getting it again. So you're never. Yeah. A, you got one. You got one crack at this. Uh, don't and don't the, don't yeah. misuse it. Yeah. No. The I I use a I have a pretty good. Um, how can I put this? Pretty good memory on who I share my, my accounts with. There's yeah, not me too. A lot of people that I'll share certain things with. For sure. Like, I think I that's a bad, that's a character flaw. If you, if you're sharing a 
I think it also depends which. Hold on, which you shared an email one. password to for an account that isn't yours to someone else without oh, asking. Oh, to someone else? Yeah, provision. that's a red flag, bro. This is a lot of like. This is yeah. a lot about you as a human being. Like, yeah, a hundred percent for sure. I mean, like, you're not yeah. a horrible person, but nah, you're you're, you're pretty that. bad. You're yeah, pretty if bad. Because if you're doing that effortlessly, what man? Like, at geez. least not even ask. What else you know, are you doing like, in our in right, our right, right? Yeah, don't. Yeah, if someone shared their information for like a streaming service to you, like don't give that out to anyone else. That's crazy. That's that's wild. I'm trying to think of like a way I could uh, even. That's like nudes. Uh, you don't share nudes. Yeah, on, that's dog. pretty. That's pretty. You know, that's pretty explicit. But I'm trying to think of something like. Well, yeah, I went to like the. That's like fucking... that's like knowing. Okay, that's that's almost like a a low level of like double dipping. Like, just blatantly double-dipping when you know everybody else is sharing. It's cool, like, if just one other person and you got a relationship. But, like, if you're just... I'm, I'm trying to think of a reference, people. Like, a little small character flaw that you may have that might affect. Like, damn, why are you just being selfish like that? There huh. you go, look. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, no, that's true. Uh, there's, there's, there's things that I agree with. Proud vintage, I'll just say it like that because I don't want to expose myself and himself too too much. But yep, I could uh, I could agree with that. Let's yeah, streaming is definitely different. Let's take that off. <laughs> <laughs> just in case. I mean, you know people I mean. people gonna see it anyways. No, nah, yeah, yeah, but, chat. yeah. No, but the, I have you know, and she, and, she, <laughs> and, and and she does too. And I don't ask, and whatever it is, what it is. I mean, if it comes down, if you got a real relationship, you shouldn't have to. You know, it shouldn't matter. But whatever. Uh, next topic. We got about 10 minutes because I, I want to. Miami Heat, baby. Miami Heat, Boston right, Celtics, Game Heat. 7, Bean Town, TD Garden, bro. Oh my gosh, man. Like, I have never felt like such a crazy range of emotions since fucking the Ray Allen game. Ray Allen fucking shot in Miami. That was the last time as a Heat fan. I think as a sports fan, because. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Or maybe some Canes moments. Maybe some Hurricanes yeah. moments for sure. Yeah, Hurricanes moments where I had crazy range of emotions against, you know, the FSU games and Notre Dame games and stuff like that. I, I, I can remember those. But, I mean, from being down, I think we were down 9, 10, going into the fourth. I told Mike, I was like, bro, we get it to 10, under 10, going into the fourth, we're money. Like, we're money. And that's a few things that Boston's been doing the last few games. Like, we get it close, and then they hit two big threes. They get a stop, yeah. hit two big threes, and then, like, it's a 15-point game, 16-point game again. And that's that's a lot. From 10 to go to 16, Not, I mean, it's only six points, but now you have to come back 16, and it's just, like, the momentum shifts. Like, a six-point swing is huge in basketball, especially in those moments, game six, when it's a close game. You know the other team's coming back, game seven. Eastern and usually you get finals, those like off a turnover, a bad shot, yeah. or something like that. that yeah, that, it's that's an easy crypto. bucket. Yeah, that yeah. that's what really hurts when it's like a six point swing. When it's like you should have had a layup or an open shot, you turn it over and they yeah. get the three, and then the turn. Bang! Like, damn, that just added up. But Vegas just scored. Yeah. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. Game I six, that's right? What you're saying bang too? Oh no, I was just saying Mike Breen bang. But uh, yeah, yeah man, no, I that's mean, that sucks. Like I was telling Vito, Vito was here. We had a, a few people over the house. I would say, keep it within ten. You know, in the fourth, in the fourth, as as minutes go down, you want to get it within within five and seven. You know, you don't want the lead to be more than ten. If you stay within five or seven, up until the two minute mark, it's anyone's game. Then when it comes down to three, 
three minutes, you need to start inching closer, making bigger plays, and that's when Jimmy showed up. So, yeah, Jimmy definitely showed draw. up. I mean, I thought I thought my, Boston had played themselves when they reviewed that um, three second call, but or that three three point foul on on Al Horford on Jimmy. I thought I was like, yo, they played themselves and. I mean, you look at it. They call the foul at three seconds. Like we, yeah, we, we're gonna we're gonna nitpick and look at certain little moments in Game Six. But the matter of the fact is, you had Game Four at home up three zero. You didn't close it out. You had Game Five at Boston got blown out, which is understandable if you didn't close out Game Four. But then you have Game Six again, and you come out kind of flat. You didn't come out how you're supposed to come out. That was your Game Seven. That was your game seven. Now we're lucky we get another game in Boston, but yeah, if, if we're down seven. double digits, I think I told Vito that too. I was like, yeah, that game six. I mean, yeah, that game. It's been shit. It's been game seven for the last three games for y'all. I, there's no four, excuses so. anymore. You can't. You can't blame refs. You can't yeah. blame Bam. You can't blame Jimmy. You can't blame uh, these undrafted guys that we're going to keep saying they're undrafted, even though they're fucking yeah, NBA vets at this point. Today. It doesn't matter. But you've had three closeout chances. Already, like there's, yeah. it doesn't matter what it is, bro. Like Jimmy and Bam's got to lead it, like uh, gotta, Ben said. Right. It's, and then the guys that are that are role players that are third, fourth, fifth, eighth options got to play their role. You can't expect, you know, uh, uh, Duncan Robinson and and all these guys to put up twenty points. You, they they're supposed to do their job of rebound, defense, and play make and and fill in their roles. I'm not saying. Yeah. Jimmy's got to go for 30, and Bam's got to go for No, 25. he does. He does. Okay, okay. It, it, Jimmy yes. does it, have – you can't have a 5 it, of 21 shooting night like he no. had the other night. He, he had, like, 14 free throws. That's why he had as many points as he had, but, like, you can't. Yeah. No, bro. No, no. it's uh, it's got to be – it's got to be just well played. Bam's got to – you know, I always say Bam's so talented, and he wins all these awards, and he's on all these NBA teams and all-stars, but – uh. He has yet to put together, you know, to really show that he's worth those. I think in in the regular season, Bam's great. You know, Bam does uh, in 82 games or 70 something games in a season, he does well. Uh, but man, when it comes down to, he, he he's not having those superstar moments, and I, I don't think then that's why I think he's not a superstar or even yeah. not not There's... not to- not far from it, but he's not close to it because. He, he looks jittery with the ball sometimes. He gets the ball, and he just he's looking to pass. He's looking to give it to another role player. Like, bro, you're you're an all-star. You're you're all-defensive yeah. player, whether it's defense and offense. Like, stop looking to give it up. Go make a move. Go make a play on Al Horford. You know what yeah, I mean? Exactly. Yeah, definitely. He's been – he just hasn't been himself, man. Like, he has these games where you look at him, and you're like, yo, this might be one of the best centers in the league. And then he has other games where you're like, yo, this guy is – ass and it just doesn't make sense and it always comes when we most need him and it just sucks as a heat fan bro because you know his potential and it's like bro come on but i mean i'm always gonna love bam it doesn't matter like but come on figure something out give me like a 25 and 10 for block yeah, that's performance not, that's not asking for much especially if he gets it started a little early no you got al horford guarding you bro yeah. and then jimmy yeah. jimmy needs to have 32 to 38 Tonight, I, I don't care, bro. Like, you need to come off hot, dog. Just take 20 free throws. I don't give a fuck, dog. Attack the fucking basket. Stop passing the ball, bro. Like, you need to lead us. I, I, I don't know, man. My energy isn't too wild. Yeah, because we've had fucking three chances to close the fucking series out, and we haven't. And this is going to be the running joke for the rest of my fucking life well, as a Heat fan. 
I think we talked about it too. I think, like I said, you're either going to cry tears of joy or tears of, because I think it'll be a big, you, you just got to get through it. It could be the, it could be the ugliest heat win ever. And it doesn't matter. Like, I, I think I told Bria, I was like, I think most heat fans right now, if you tell them, if you tell them, Hey, you'll win game seven, but you'll get swept in the finals. You'll take it just because how humiliating. I want to get to the finals. That's what I mean. So you just get there and, and whatever. But, um, are you going to go, are you going to go IG live maybe later? That'd be fun. Yeah. I'm going to go did. IG live fourth quarter. We need to keep it close. If we're down going into the fourth quarter, cool. But with like six minutes under, we have to be within a bucket or two. Cause Boston's offense kind of just th- see. This is the thing that I don't fucking like because it, it just it says so much about Boston as as a team, but it also says a lot about us. Like they're saying on ESPN, like oh Miami is banking on being like having the game close in the fourth quarter because they know Boston's offense has been freezing and they play good defense. Well, no fucking shit. Yeah, that that's what any team would want having it close in the fourth quarter, bro. In a game seven, like. Game seven, everyone's always going to say, like, oh, it's, it's just another game. It's not another game. It's not just another game. Like, game seven is it, bro. Like, there's some people got it in them. Some people don't. And we just got to fucking show up, bro. Just fucking show up. Play Miami Heat basketball. <laughs> I'm just so sick of it, bro, because it's, it's so fucked up. Yeah, I think, I think uh, you know, Jimmy... I wish there was another guy that had that heart that you guys could put it on because Jimmy's like such the heart and soul of that team where you look at the other players, like I said, they're role players and they're good quality players, but they're playing up. When they play well, they're playing above their means. Jimmy's the only one that could like say, I'm not going to allow this to happen. You have nobody on on that team, which collectively you guys do. Gabe Vincent, it was big that he came back and he's showing. But see, he did what he had to do. Yeah, he did no, what he had sure. to do, like, you know. He didn't have to score twenty or thirty, but he he, he was. You're not, yeah. You're you're seeing the reason he when he got injured at that point in the other game, and then you know when he was out last game, why they needed him. Um, let's wrap it up yeah. real quick, yeah, uh, so I can go watch this game. Um, any shout outs for you? Anything at all before we end episode? Shout out Robert Vintage, man. Yep. They, shout out uh, Ben. They held it down this episode. Shout today. out Ben. I saw yeah. what you posted on the notes app, so I'm I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to, you know, America. chilling with you and, and seeing him. Let's make that happen. Let's let's talk some shop when I'm down. Yeah. I'll be down for, for like almost a week. Yeah, let's do so it. So let's do that. I'm, I'm down for that. I'm down to just figure out anything that we got going on. Shout out everyone that listens to the pod. Shout out to everyone that likes, subscribes. New, new listeners. Yeah, shout out Astro Locks again for, you know, talking some shit with us last night. We're I'm definitely going to get on the live more. I, I got some time. To, to do that shit It will most likely be late night um, I'm not going to lie to y'all It's going to be like 10.30, 11 o'clock at night So if you up, join And then just shout out you bro Thanks man Shout out shout you, out you. For, for holding it down As, as a, as a, a term Thanks. Heat fan And a term Well, yeah. you're going to be a lifer Panther fan You're a lifer you know, Panther I, fan I, so. I used to be like stuck I on you, know, you, don't, you don't root for anybody but your team But let's be honest I'm not rooting for I'm not living in South Florida and rooting for the Minnesota Timberwolves. I'm I'm rooting for right, a team right. that my closest friends are fans of, and uh, and I live in that area. So it's it's not like I'm out here buying a Heat jersey. I have Heat shorts that I bought years uh, years ago that I'm gonna rock tonight. But it's not because like any other reason. Like I I thought the shorts were fire years ago, regardless of whatever. So yeah, uh, I mean, most teams could play the Boston Celtics. I'm gonna root against the Boston Celtics and root for that other team. 
Uh, I'm glad it's the Miami Heat and not, you know, Philly. Glad it's not Toronto. Glad it's not the Knicks. Uh, thank you for doing your job there. But, um, you know, that's episode 78. We want to make this quick, efficient, have fun. Um, thank you for watching. Thank you for viewing. I'm going to go watch the game with some friends and, uh, you know, catch us on IG Live during the, you know, maybe, uh, you know, if you're, maybe you watch it, you, you watch this episode now and you catch, you know, four in the fourth quarter, hopefully crying tears of joy. But uh, we'll go live on IG later during the week. Go Panthers. Go Cats. Stanley Cup. Let's go Heat, bitch! Let's go! Don't fucking ride! Heat 7! Ah! Heat 7, Jimmy Butler! Jimmy Butler! Marijuana, Bio, Pat Riley! Eric Spolstra, best coach in the league! Ah! 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 Let's go! Let's go! Heat 7! Heat 7! Fuck Boston! Fuck TD Garden! Fuck Jason Tatum! <laughs>